0: Welcome. I'm Alexander. I'm Simon. And I'm Haney. We are native in Tech, covering the latest from the IT industry with a specific focus on Microsoft and how to get actual value from technology. This is episode 250, recorded on December the 4th, 2023, even though it will be released on 2024. You will be able to find this in our previous episodes on nativeintech.com, iTunes, Spotify, and on most podcasting platforms. So, as we alluded to in a previous episode, uh, there was a listener who sent us an email. And uh, to pay for his sins, he's now here in this episode. No, to, to, uh, on, on a most serious note, it was a fantastic email, all mm-hmm. 3,000 lines of it. <laughs> and it was, it was really interesting. It, it, it uh, touched on the conversation that we had around technical debt. And I felt that there was so much more that I wanted to get into that episode, but there's always a challenge to get stuff into a 30-minute episode. So I had to gloss over a few things. And let's just put it this way. Bjorn did not have it. He um, (laughs) decided to comment on it. And they were phenomenal content, so um, uh, phenomenal uh, comments. So Bjorn, would you like to introduce yourself and... Take away, essentially, why why are you here and what are your thoughts around the, the concept of technical debt?
1: Yes. Hi, I'm Björn. Uh, I'm an angry white man, and therefore I email people and telling them you're wrong. Hi, Björn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In this case, I think it's not that far from the truth, because actually I was listening to your episode 245 uh, when working out. I had to stop. <laughs> An email myself, a link to, the, <laughs> to, to this to this episode, <laughs> and, uh, with the text. It's called technical debt because it's the extra cost that the business need to pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the entire email, uh, and then from <laughs> that, I, I kept my inner angry guy um, and uh, wrote to you guys. I, I think like four or five days later. Uh, uh, because I needed to be angry for a while, you know how it is. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, but basically, I liked the episode, but I think you missed one thing, and that's the thing about it's why it's called, at least in my view, why it's called technical debt. Um, and I think we sometimes see it. Uh, I have a IT ops background thingy mm-hmm. way back. So my background is way back. But when I used to do that, we we um I don't think we talked about it. We we knew that it was there, but it wasn't really mm-hmm. planned.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um it was something that happened, and then um later on we see see that the the debt it's something that creeps up on us and that makes us not be able to deliver the things we need because we need to pay the, the, the old thing first. Mm-hmm. Um and that's what I'm missing when we sit out on when we when we're basically doing the work out there uh, that we have something that we do but it's not recognized, and mm. we put that in technical debt but if we do recognize it, it could be something uh because then it's planned work mm. and and that's basically the very very long email i'm very sorry about that uh I, I think it was maybe too long and maybe too many memes um oh no, we, yeah.
2: we, we 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 really enjoyed it uh, and especially now when mm-hmm. you change fonts and uh, font sizes and diagrams uh, well so, yeah but so yeah, but yeah, I,
1: yeah i maybe used excel to make some points <laughs> Uh, That was beautiful, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, No, no, it wasn't, but thank you.
2: (laughs) But but I do think you have a very good point in, in what you said first, that this is something that's there, but we don't talk about. And I don't know how many organizations I've met where we want to do this, or I say you should do this. And they say, yeah, but you know, we have legacy. And therefore we can't, or it will take time, or something like that. It's something they sadly accept rather than try to pay off this interest uh, and this debt over time. And therefore, it gets like, yeah, we have always been in debt. Why would we change? Uh, and they just swim along, sadly, in, in a sea that gets more and more polluted over time.
1: Yeah, well, I, I see this. As a four, um, I usually talk about four different things. Well, I don't talk about. I've I've, I've stolen this from them. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, because yeah, every all of my thoughts are completely unique. Now, uh, so if you have four different things you need to do uh, when working with basically anything, but we are talking IT here. So then you have fixing old stuff. Um, that's technical depth, and then you have fixing risks. That could be basically any security risks or basically uptime risks you have. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you can work with fixing uh, defects or bugs that you know of. Uh, And then you have work on fixing new things, getting new functions and new features. The last thing, that's the funny part. The last thing, this is fixing the new functions and fixing the new things and new features. That's the thing that the business wants you to do. And that's why we usually mm. try to focus on that one. And then you have the IT department in the service desk fixing the defects and bugs, or at least f- making them work uh, good enough. Uh, and then security, well, I work in a security company. S- some are better than others, other, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the thing we 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 always put last. That's uh, in development. It's testing, but in in IT, it's technical debt. It's because it's mm-hmm. it's no fun. But if you have the newest technology everywhere, you have the newest servers, the newest clients, the newest operating systems, um, and and everything. Then you, when you need to deploy a new thing, you will never ever hear. Yeah, we can't do that because we are running Java. X dots were very, 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 very old. Because it's it just happens. So you you get speed if you have managed all these four works work items. And that's actually, in my view, the hardest part. Managing these four work items in a good way. And I, I think that's the thing I tried to show in Excel.
0: <laughs> and and you, you did your, your Excel skills are, are second to none. Uh, but no, th- this is this really something that I, I uh, enjoyed reading because I keep banging on about that IT has sometimes forgotten its place. IT has a tendency to to kind of um, the tail wagging the dog. The IT department or the computer says no. And that's what you'll have to deal with. Either you accept it or you find a workout. Neither is not great. And I will stand by the fact that I think that IT departments need to reevaluate their place in society. They are always going to be a support function. And that also means that it might be the prudent choice to say no. It might be a bad idea to focus on a specific feature instead of sorting a specific piece of technical debt. So we we have a responsibility as as IT people to keep an eye on the big picture, but it's so easy to fall into the no, just generally no trap. It's it's a great way of not having to do any work, but it's back to what are we? Why are we here? Are we supporting the business, or are we just saying no for the the heck of it?
1: Yeah, but sometimes we get into the um, the trap, or would you say from from business, the business because they say it's always us and them, that's important, Uh, Mm -hmm. never cooperate. Um, So uh, they say, but we need this server or we need this application. And that application was written in in Windows 3.11 or something uh, and running on a really old laptop somewhere. And if they really need that one, and sometimes they do, Sometimes they really do that. Uh, and there is no business case on rewriting this because uh, it's up and running uh, and it's helping four people. And they can't work at all mm. without this one. But rewriting is going to cost millions of kroners or m- maybe millions of euros. Uh, so it's never, ever going to happen. Then then we need to just decide, this is a risk. So let's handle it this way so it doesn't mm. impact our t- the rest of the environment or the rest of the technical debt thingies so we can move on with the rest uh, but that that is a very hard discussion to have and i think we do, sometimes we don't have the authority to say that uh, and sometimes i think we don't give ourselves ourselves the authority or at least not giving ourselves the authority in a nice manner it? <laughs> yeah. because you, you can still that be a douchebag and, and saying stuff. So
0: For, for sure. Yeah. I mean, as, as you said, a risk can be mitigated. One of the least, uh, in my view, used tools of mitigation is simple documentation. You can mitigate so much with old technology as long as you document it. It's old, meaning that it probably won't fall over every 15 minutes. It would be probably. It's been doing its thing for the last 15 years. It would probably do its thing for the next 15. But people come, people go. And if you document it, then you decrease the risk of, of well, whatever issues you might might find.
1: Yeah, and from a security pr- perspective, move it to some some different place. Maybe not in the middle of the room put it somewhere in a special room or something uh, so when it turns into flames it, un- it doesn't ignite everything uh, uh, because yeah uh, uh, that in my view is mitigating the risk yeah. but but that doesn't mean that we can just stop doing stuff we need to, the, the boring stuff needs to be done still uh, but mm-hmm. the, but sometimes we don't do that because it's more fun to release a new, uh, new thing instead. Look, we have a new flashy mm-hmm. button on the webpage or whatever it could be.
3: And I, I think there's also an as- aspect of uh, there can be, as as you said, as a joke that we should never cooperate. That there's them and us, uh, but unfortunately, I think there is some truth to that. Mm-hmm. that oftentimes there is a disconnect between the business who wants the new features and then the IT uh, who is concerned about how the platform is running it doesn't mean that they necessarily want to take care of things regarding technical debt but maybe they also see the value in those of things those things a little bit more and what i've been thinking a lot about lately is how do we communicate those things efficiently because The business person has completely different interests than the person who's doing the IT management tasks, for example. So how do you communicate that? And what I've been (laughs) coming back to is that uh, when I was working as a math teacher, the most common question from students is, what do I need this for? Like, why should I care in math class? And, well, you need to know the person to know what answer will motivate them. You cannot say, well, you can do all these fancy physics equations if they're not interested in that. (laughs) And for somebody, the answer might be just like, well, you're not probably going to need this specific skill. But if you want to get through school and get to Mm -hmm. the next vocation, you will need to learn this at some level. And they might be like, okay, I actually uh, acknowledge the kind of honesty there, and that's fine even though they're not really interested in math. So (laughs) what I've been coming back to is we need to figure out what is it that drives the other part? (laughs) What is the Mm. word? Other stakeholder. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: We need to figure out what drives them, what motivates them, and then translate our needs to tell how does that, that need support them, actually, in the long run.
0: And that's why technical debt is not a technical issue at the core. It's a people problem.
1: Yes and no, because sometimes we at, at IT takes the um, take it down on ourselves. like, well, yeah, we can do that later or, or something. But, but I think sometimes, as Haini, you say, it's basically, not instead of saying, uh, this is a you problem, instead of saying, uh, I, have an, uh, I have problems with the things you're telling me to do because of, Technical stuff. Let's not go there. But please explain to me why this is important for you. Mm-hmm. Please explain yeah. to me why you need this, and let's find a way together. This might make this yeah. call not finished in two minutes. Uh, it might make this this talk thirty minutes long or maybe an hour. Uh, but let's talk about this because I think we can fix this. Because technical things, you can you can do basically anything. Some things are harder. Some some mm-hmm. things are easier. But let's find the way that works instead. and mm-hmm. uh, um, that discussion is very hard, especially when you have have someone telling you you need to close all your tickets within five minutes, or um.
0: and that, that's that's optimization <laughs> goals, right? yeah uh, what what are we optimizing towards? And as, as you've both been been uh, alluding to, two people would probably have at least three. Different viewpoints on what is important because we tend to stop the, the sentence after what is important and forget the really important stuff, which is for them. And Simon, you remember Jon Jonander.
2: Um, yes, uh, he's uh, a colleague, colleague of mine now, you know.
0: Yes, I completely <laughs> forgot that. That guy is a phenomenal project manager. Mm-hmm. Not because he will walk in and explain to you exactly how to structure your project, no. I don't think I've ever met anyone who is more interested in listening and figuring things out. And by asking all the questions, stupid, smart, everything in between, he will force you to reevaluate what you think is important and explain to him why it is important. And he has this phenomenal ability to take that and spread that around to the other people. And suddenly everyone is is just about in in, in consensus that, Okay, we need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this, because at the end of the day, uh, when it comes to um, uh, lifting other people up, that that's not pie. Mm-hmm. I.e., there is not a limited amount of of kudos that you can give out. Here, it is very much about pie. There is only so much power or time or money or resource that you have, and you need to spend those resources wisely. We would not, hopefully. Paycheck comes, we're going to buy all the cool things. And two days after the paycheck, we go, boring, bad situation. But that's kind of what we're doing in in projects like this. Yes, I know this will hurt me in the long run, but I want instant gratification. I want all the dopamine. I want all my features now. And I don't give a flying F about your technical debt. I'll get off my high horses now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I was thinking about: Are you speaking about the pie you eat or the pie in math?
0: Pie. You yeah, eat. that's. <laughs> does the pie in
2: that's math. That's what I was I first. Do the pie that I eat. <laughs> yeah,
1: but but, but uh, I actually said in my e- email that it is you only have one hundred percent of resources if you mm-hmm. uh, take the re- resources. That's time from people plus money. But actually, if you take this example that we had previously where you just sit down with the business and talk to them and say we let's find out wh- how we can do this together that can actually make you find out also because Often as an ITU, you think, uh, we can't do that because that, that's going to make this service more expensive to, because mm. we're going to spin up a Citrix environment and then we're going to do this and this and this. We're going to have a completely new VMware environment, let's talk all, all, mm. all, only on-prem because oh, that's all, the only place where we have technical debt. Yeah. no. Um, um, so, But when you talk to the, the business, that has happened to me, to me many times. So you explain the thing and then st- don't start with the money. Get to the money in the end. Because mm-hmm. if you say, okay, so we do this, this, and this, and this, we will fix your problem. And they will probably say, yeah, it will. Good. For me, That's gonna it's going to take us a little bit more time, and it's going to cost us a little bit more money. How much do you make on this service? And they're going to say, we make millions. So, okay, let's mm-hmm. do just a few quarter inch of mm-hmm. that. And then actually the pie gets bigger for IT because mm-hmm. they can yeah. pay for that. And it's a business justification for that. And then they actually have some stake in it also because they actually mm-hmm. help to pay for it. So I think it's a win-win in that case. Um, but it's really hard to do that one. It's so easy to say.
0: I yes, and it's so easy to say no, because you can always justify a no. And th- this brings us to another point that I, I keep making, and that is to quote House from House MD: Everybody <laughs> lies. <laughs> and what I mean with that is if you ask a business why do you need this they will give you the canned answer but if you poke at it and you prod at it and you have a conversation and you bring in other people you can essentially redesign the playing field you can change the equation because very few things are set in stone and that's exactly what you're you're talking about Bjorn so fiddling and, and poking and prodding. And finally, you might be able to move positions. And at the end of the day, we might find ourselves with more than 100% resources if we look at it from the perspective that we started with. So communication skills are really, really, really important.
1: Yeah, and if anyone is thinking, why is technical death bad? Uh, watch Jurassic Park. They had one <laughs> technical guy with no resources. They made a movie about that. <laughs> They had several actually. Yeah.
0: Yes. So they should have stopped at one, but yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I think Which I is essentially on the
0: thing that I want to make with technical debt. We should have stopped with the first one.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you're always going to get new ones because as soon as we mm-hmm. put in something new, that, that's, that's the thing. Uh, but when we have upgraded to the last thing, so now we're running only on SaaS. Awesome. Someone else fixes everything. Yeah, because there's no maintenance at all in fixing integrations or data or reports. Identities. Or, yeah, those no. things just work. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but but it's, we, we have touched on it before, and, and I do think that technical debt is also a risk-taking. It's It's when you take a loan for a house and then you want to renovate. You can always extend your loan, and it will give you an interest rate which you can accept. So you are, you accept that you are in debt. Because at up until a certain point, it's fine. And you have gotten something else out of it. It's when it gets out of hand. When you start to build up technical debt by doing the wrong choices when you fix something that isn't giving you value. It's like... We can accept that you have server 2016 for one more year. But if you don't start to pay that off now, it will actually just snowball once you get to the point where server 2016 isn't supported anymore. And then you're out of control. And it will get a lot more expensive, a lot more filled with risk. But it's fine until that day comes. But you need to be proactive that, sure, we have technical debt. We can accept it for now, but we can't accept that it spins out of control.
1: yeah and sometimes we need to speak numbers because uh, business mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. my, uh, well you need to mo- you can't say I need a new active directory upgrade because it's I have new features uh, oh <laughs> no
2: uh, That's how they sold Windows 10.
1: Well, you yeah. get
2: all of these new features.
1: Yeah, and how well have they sold Windows 11? No, but <laughs> what, but actually, uh, because it's new features. No, the, 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 there is a report from McKinsey I, I sort of like because it's mm-hmm. simple, and they basically say that the IT projects or the projects in in, in um, normal, normal whatever that means, uh, <laughs> organizations is between 10 and 20 percent of the project costs when they do projects is due to they need to fix old things in the environment. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if you if if so if they had been all up to date, all the projects would have been 10 to 20% cheaper or faster. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in some cases up to 40%. But and that points to numbers and that points to the budgets. Uh, Mm. So there is money, maybe not to not to save here, but actually, at least you can show that there is there is a cost here, even if we don't mm. show it, and that's overtime or a lack of hair,
2: <laughs> basically. And and what you're saying is basically, if we didn't have as much technical depth, more of our projects would be done on time and on budget.
1: Yeah, or we can do uh, after work for that money or <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah.
3: And the thing is that probably creating the new features would also be easier if Mm -hmm. there was less technical debt.
0: Mm. Yeah, Yeah, and this is a wonderful pipe dream. But the problem (laughs) with the whole idea is that technical debt does not suddenly appear like mold (laughs) in your bathroom one day. It is the that's exactly
1: how mold works but yes continue yeah. <laughs>
0: my wife's a microbiologist so yes me. she now, will so, be
1: proud <laughs>
0: yeah. doubt it. But, you know, it technical debt is the the result of work being done because all work will incur technical debt that's, mm-hmm. that's how, how it is so the more work we do Ironically, the more technical debt we will face. It may or may not be an issue, but we will open ourselves up to technical debt. And I think that the key is to be aware of this and to acknowledge that this is a thing. Because just like taking quick, instant uh, text message loans, it, it might feel good at the moment, but then... The chickens come home to roost. It's the same with technical debt. If you acknowledge that you have it, you consciously decide that, yes, this is a risk that I will take. And yes, I will revisit this in two months time or one year's time. I am aware of this. It's documented. I know what I'm doing. Nobody does. Then it is a better thing than just putting your hand or head uh, underneath uh, anything all in the sand, for instance, and just hoping that things will be better. Top tip, they won't.
1: But it's the same with if you have a house. If you live in a house and mm-hmm. you buy a new house, you can buy an old house uh, or a new one. If you have a new, new, new one, you can start building new things like a nice patio or a garage and, and everything. But that mm-hmm. also means that you have more things to paint every year. Uh, and that's basically fixing the technical debt. Because if you don't, mm-hmm. uh, the wood is going to start rotting. not Not at once, but after a while. So what do you do then? Well, after like b- about like thirty years, then you sell the house and move. Uh,
2: <laughs> uh, and, that's called outsourcing in IT. No, 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 that, <laughs> that, that's called changing jobs.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that, that's true. That's why that's why CIOs only work for like five years on every, every place. No, because um, if you do this in a, in, a, in a and you do it and you know what you're doing, basically. Decide what you need to do you can have we should do this every other year we need to do this every year mm. we need to do this every quarter it, it's it shouldn't be rock and science nope. it could be I don't know
2: IT science that's yeah. easier and, and it's also this like I think one of the things that actually appealed with Windows 10 or Windows as a service as a whole were that you got a foreseeable cost over time you didn't have the spikes of huge cost when you did a huge client migration project. Same goes with technical debt in general, same goes for house. Like if you fix, paint one part of the house year one, second part of the house year two, it will be much more like flat out and you don't have to do all this work at once, which might mean that the entire house is fixed, which is good, but you then have to live out of something you don't like to eat for a year. Yeah, And nothing happens during that year, and therefore you go bankrupt.
0: But this is only applicable (laughs) if you own the entire house. That is true. If you're stuck in the basement and you're happy in the basement, you could not give (laughs) the least amount of cares about what happens in the bathroom or in the kitchen. That's not your concern. And that is, I think, one of the, the key drivers of technical debt. That is not my problem. I am focused on this and nothing else.
1: Yeah, but and now you're talking about right. sourcing. Yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, well I, I, I'm, I'm sort of not kidding there because what you do, you live in another person's house uh, and you have basically one room in that or two rooms. But if another room is overflowing with water, you might get impacted. And mm-hmm. it could be the same in Azure. Uh, if they say if they sell a lot of things, then they're gonna run run out of servers because and that has never happened. Yeah, that is that has never mm-hmm. happened. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then you can't get any more uh, stuff. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm not saying you should run everything in your own house either, because on premise that's a different kind of worms. Um, but I think you should. not Decide, decide how you do it with and, and know why you decide that and that come and then then we come to in, into another strange way of technical death that because also architecture is also part of that mm-hmm. because if you don't update that one um, your architecture on how you how it should look, yeah it's going to be old after a while so everything needs to be
0: microservices. In- <laughs> firewalls
1: security. security have you ever seen a firewall data centers. In, Yeah, that been, that, that's been installed and then yeah it's done now or <laughs> or a data center on prem where mm-hmm. you, you install VMware it's done now let's live with this for
2: five years it works until someone encrypts them and then you get a new one <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah. you're not solving the wrong problem ah. th- this kind of reminds <laughs> me of, of mathematicians how do you deal with difficult uh, shapes, for instance, in physics? When Shut you approximate GPT. a sphere, because you know how to do math on a sphere, the fact that you're really talking about a giraffe doesn't really matter because <laughs> we are focused on the math and we are doing math on a sphere.
1: I think you lost me, but yes, go ahead. Was that your point? No, well,
0: yes or no. <laughs> It's, it's so easy to get uh, tunnel vision mm-hmm. where you you are more focused on the process than you are on the results. And that's what I mean with uh, approximated sphere. Uh, it, it's easy to, to come back to something that I am unfamiliar with and then I stick to that as opposed to keeping the big picture and seeing the the uncomfortable uh, truths, if you will. Like the fact that we are running out of time. I
2: didn't- yeah, can, can I can I just so that I can explain and then can the math teacher in this podcast just verify <laughs> that I was right? I think what you meant were you have a giraffe shaped problem, and because you can't solve the entire giraffe, you focus on a circle within the giraffe, and yet, then you try to solve that. But you forget the neck and the legs and the tail, and therefore yes. you break it. But you solve the circle within the giraffe. Exactly. If you
1: if you squished a
2: giraffe, it could be a square. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. With the proper application of force, this giraffe
0: will fit into this circle. Really? Yeah.
2: From from a math point of view, where, did Alexander have a point? Please say uh, yes.
3: Let's just say yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now it's that a would good be time a very end.
3: bad a- approximation though. <laughs>
0: Yes, friends don't let friends put giraffes into circles, but I think we've covered that as well. You put the
2: circle into giraffe, I think.
3: I do think we should circle around and highlight kind of the main points that we started from, just to bring the discussion back from giraffes. (laughs) And I really want to say thank you to Bjorn, because I think you brought up some really great points. I think it's an excellent way to define technical (laughs) debt, that it is something that you pay interest for, that is like a great way to think about it. And then thank you also for stealing from the internet the four types of work that that we do, (laughs) technical debt, risks, defects, bugs, and new functions and features. So Mm -hmm. I think that is something that we can all take away from this conversation and understand that then doing that in practice might require some communication as well.
0: And giraffes? Oh.
1: Yeah, well, ChatGPT uh, uh, says that no, giraffe is not a circle. <laughs> uh, I asked.
3: Thank you for that. Yeah.
1: A giraffe that not is not clear th- yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a giraffe <laughs> is a tall, long-necked mammal known for its unique spots and long legs circles are simple geometric
2: shapes. So yeah, you have that in the chat. <laughs> I, I think the best thing is that it has a distinct body shape that is far from circular. <laughs> yep. And now, on that bone it's <laughs>
0: time to end the show. Again, it's thank you so much for coming on, Jan. This has been hilarious and, and very uh, mm-hmm. very informative.
1: Thank um, you so much for having me.
0: If you're not careful, you just might find yourself in that specific seat on this podcast again in the near future. I'd love that. Careful <laughs> what you wish for. Again, thank you so much for listening. Welcome to the new year. We are going to have a blast mm-hmm. for the sixth. No?
2: It's seventh. The sixth
0: year. It's going to be the seventh year of mm-hmm. Native in Tech. Quite an impressive what? feat for something that was slated to be living for... Yeah. Three weeks. You know, <laughs> um, the
2: podcast is the only way way I remember how old my daughter is. So, <laughs> we'll see you all next week. <laughs> have a yes. good one. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
3: Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye
2: bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Need Even Tech. Need Even Tech is a bi weekly technology podcast hosted by Alexander Avitson, Simon Binder, and Heini Hilmarinen. If you have any feedback, questions, or would like to be part of an episode, please reach out to us on social media or via email at podcast at mediumtech.com.